Hi. Hello. Welcome. It's time for Atomic Radio Hour, the post-nuclear podcast. I'm your host, Vince, and today I'm alone. Uh, today it's just me. Uh, Olive had a bit of an emergency and couldn't show up. And I uh, tried to message Kyle to see if Kyle could guest host. And uh, I heard back from his widow, and he got drafted back to the Neo-Vietnam conflict. So... I don't know when we're going to hear from Kyle. I don't know when we're going to see Kyle. I don't know really what's going on. He didn't tell anybody that he was leaving. So it must have been a pretty big, pretty big deal. Um, I guess tensions are ramping up again. I can only imagine how COVID and this Delta virus. And now apparently there's a Lambda and an Omega strain that's out there. Um, these new versions of the virus, I can only imagine how this is affecting the Neo-Vietnam conflict. Um, but that being said, I'm going to bring you an episode. We're going to try this. We're going to try doing a one-man show. Um, so I, I'm realizing now as I'm looking at the camera of myself, um, that my beard is a little untamed. It's a little unkept. <laughs> it's, it's not in the, the, the way I, I, I kind of wish it was, but that's okay. Uh, first time for everything, right? Um, there's some things I do want to talk about, just some basic everyday average stuff. Uh, first off, I would like to talk about a few weeks back, I talked about how uh, I went to go hang out with a buddy and I filmed him and he was skating and whatnot. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show when we talked about it, but I got to watch professional skateboarders skate. Now, as someone who's never skated but has always been a huge fan of it, be it the games or the clothing or the culture or something, my friends always did it. And I was always I was always around them. I was always around friends who skated. And um, <laughs> the way I got into filming originally for skateboarding was someone would be like, don't just sit around and crack jokes. Take a camera and can catch this kickflip. So I went to go film my buddy and I got to watch these, these uh, pro skaters hit this bowl and tear it up and like destroy and like they're doing shit that i've only ever seen in like a tony hawk pro skater game and this dude keegan palmer i'll have a picture of him on screen i watch this dude carve up this bowl i watch him do like this crazy 540 melon backside frontside grab thing i'm not good with frontside backside fakey switch that shit i'm not entirely sure i could tell you what the trick is i could tell you the rotations I, I do not know which which means which in the sense of fakey or switch. But this dude I watched carve up this bowl here in Colorado and destroy. And this dude just went on to win the gold medal for Australia in skateboarding. I, wa I got to see an Olympic gold medalist. I got to see somebody at quite literally the top, the tippity top of their game compete before they went to the Olympics. Like I watched a dude train for the Olympics. And like, I was like, I, 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 when my buddy told me, I didn't know he was going into the thing. I just knew he was a pro skater. I saw he was sponsored. I saw that he had like, like a fresh deck, some, some fresh sneakers. Like he, he, he looked like a dude who was there to skate. And honestly, he was the best friggin' dude in the bowl. There was three kids and out of, and one of, one of them was an X games, an X Games winner. Like the dude won X the X Games for snowboarding. I don't know what category. But this dude went on to like, and he's one of the first, one of the first gold medalists 
for skateboarding in the Olympics. And I got to see this dude. I got to meet this dude. I mean, I didn't have a conversation with him. I was like, yo, what's up? But still, I, it, it, it was cool. Like looking back on it, my buddy who who was skating texted me. He's like, "Dude, this this dude's not just an amazing skater. He's a historian. He made history." And while, while he's texting me, he's at work, and then all of a sudden, I get this other text. And um, <laughs> let me read you the text because it's wild. It's absurd. I get this text from a number that I've. It's an like like the the area code is like eight oh four, which. I'll give that away because it's not a huge deal. 804 is like, I think, North Carolina or something. And I get this text says, hey, is this Chris? It's Mandy. We spoke on Bumble before. But when I came down to visit my aunt or I, when we when I came down to visit my aunt, but we never met in person. I'm back in town. If you still want to meet up, are you free? And I go, which I probably shouldn't have done. I said, Chris gave you the wrong number. My name's Vince. Hello. Lowell. Like, it was just. And she goes, wow, this is cringy, lol. I guess he slipped me a wrong number, lol. I uh, choose to think he typed it incorrectly. N-way, N-E-way, you know my name and how I look. What's yours? And this sends me a picture. And I'm like, where are you visiting from? And she goes, I was raised in New York and I moved here when I was 10. I said, where is here? She goes, nice to meet you. This is really funny, but you seem really cool. You're not a serial killer, are you, lol, with like a winky open mouth thing? I don't know. I don't use emojis. I'm an adult. And I said, this has to be a bot. And then it responds. Like everything else didn't didn't feel right. And then she goes, I'm not a bot, but you're getting weird. So, yeah. And I'm like, I'm just trying to prove that you're a real person. Where are you visiting? And she goes, Lil, you're hilarious. I'm here for a couple more days at my aunt's. You want to hang out? I want something to do. What do you like to do to kill time? I'm like, tell me what city you're in uh, You're in visiting your aunt. And she goes, I just got home from a run. I'm about to hop in the shower right now. You want to you want to see some pics? And I, at this point, I knew it was a bot, but I couldn't believe they were answering. So I go, we can talk about your titties later. What city are you in? And she's like, tell me what to do. And then I just get a picture of this random woman naked. Just, just there it is. Here you go. Random woman I've never seen just chest out like, and I went, what? and I reply to, to this, this picture of this woman's breasts with woman, what city? And she goes on about how sending nudes gets her excited. And I was like, I thought you were taking a shower. And I was like, how can you text and shower? And then she's like, what are you holding? And then sends me, like, another picture of her body. And I was like, I'm holding my phone. And then, like, f- a few more things into it, she sends me, like, a link to a website. And I just go, what city are you in, madam? And then she's like, you can go to my profile page and click on my pictures and, and make an account, this and that. And I go, how do you know I'm not a minor? This would be a jailable offense. And then the next re- response is just, there's a link to my webcam on the other side. And I went, madam, I'm 14. And it goes, I use this place because it blocks anyone from recording my camera. I go, and this, this is my favorite part. She goes, I use this place because it blocks anyone from recording my camera. If my father found out I'm so dirty, he'd easily suicide on the spot. And I went, what the f***? I don't care about how disappointing you are to your father. But then it made me think, who uses the phrase suicide on the spot? Like, 
It's not like you're getting DoorDash delivered. It's like, oh, I just got this Burger King delivered on the spot. This dude whips out a nine and just blows his face off. Like, who is just ready to do that at any given moment? So I guess this is a scam. Uh, heads up if you're, you're, uh, <laughs> heads up if you get a text from some random girl and she just sends you. And like, I wasn't going to meet up or anything. I was just reading it as like, here's someone to talk to for 25 minutes. And then like, I'm, I, I don't know, dude, it's wild. You should, f- if you get it, if you get it, like play along, but be careful. It's probably going to be a different number every time. All right. So there's something else I want to talk about. And I don't, I don't know how much of this I'm actually going to go into, but I've heard this referred to as the internet's 9-11, so I really want to talk about this. Over the weekend, or week, I guess week at this point, uh, feels like a lot longer, Chris Chan went to jail, <laughs> um, and... <laughs> Uh, for those who don't know, I don't know if I've ever made it like abundantly clear here on the show. I have this fascination with not only Chris Chan, but OJ Simpson and Chris went to jail. Um, Christine Weston Chandler, uh, Christopher Christian Ricardo, Christine Weston Chandler, Sonichu. I guess is her full name at this point. I might interchange how I refer to her. I do know that she's technically a trans woman. Um, There is a lot of evidence of Chris transitioning to have an easier time hooking up with lesbians. Um, So I might interchange it because it kind of seems like she transitioned for nefarious purposes. But Chris, (laughs) Chris is, an enigmatic figure in the sense of that there's always there's always something going on in Chris's life since like 2004 where Chris is on like doing something crazy or being manipulated or trying to manipulate somebody and over the weekend or the week or what have you Chris went to prison for having sex with his mother <laughs> Um, and it's one of those things that when you say it out loud, it sounds crazy because it is crazy. And like a lot of people thought it was fake or it was made up or it was, it was this, it was that. And then it just turned out to be realer and realer. Chris is 39, almost 40. Um, Chris's birthday is fed, like February 25th. And I hate that. I know that February 24th or 25th, it's international Christian love day. And, uh, his mother is an 80-year-old, maybe 80-plus-year-old woman who suffers from dementia. So this woman's not, like, in her right mind. I won't go into the details of the act that was committed, but if I remember correctly, Chris was arrested on charges of incest um, for having sexual relations with his mom, um, which I think is weird that, like, incest is a crime. I'm not condoning incest. I don't think incest is a thing that like, hey, let's get the fr- let's get the buddy, let's get our buddies together and go out for a re- like. Don't it's it's wrong. It's f-ed up. You came out of that hole once. You don't go back in. That's just she's arrested on on charges of incest, and depending on what happens with her mother Barbara or Barb or Barbie, uh, she is now like to be called. We won't know. But uh, someone like stole Chris's license plate because she left her car 
in the middle of this parking lot where she was arrested. And like, it's all over the place. Like I'm kind of surprised. Like my mom hasn't called me to be like, I was watching the news and this internet person, Christine showed up and something about Sonic. I didn't even explain Sonic to you. That's the problem with explaining Chris Chan is when you start explaining Chris Chan, you have to explain everything around it. Like, how am I going to explain to my parents what the f liquid Chris is? <laughs> how am I going to explain? And I hope if anybody is not familiar with Christery, which, yeah, that's a f term people use to describe Chris Chan is mother effing Christery. Um... I hope, like, if you don't get it, you can follow long enough. But, like, imagine Chris is Chris didn't meet his lawyer, from what I understand, until the day of her trial. So imagine, like, I'm having a hard time explaining in two minutes what Sonichu is. And I haven't even said it's a combination between Sonic the Hedgehog and Pikachu. Um, but <laughs> but imagine having to explain that to your lawyer and then the My Little Pony shit and then who Megan is and then who all the trolls are. Like... Chris is Chris is is being charged with a class five felony in the state of uh, West Virginia, and a class five felony is anywhere from a year in prison to ten years in prison and a twenty five hundred dollar fine, hundred uh, twenty five hundred dollar fine. That's and we may never get another piece of Christery ever. I'm going to link somewhere. If you're interested, even the slightest bit, Gino Samuel, I will link to Gino Samuel. He is making the comprehensive Chris Chan documentary and it's fascinating. And like, I put it on to go to bed. That's how good it is. And then there's also a couple other channels. I'll link one that I personally, two that I personally really, really like that kind of cover Chris in smaller bite-sized chunks. Cause Gino's, um, Gino's, uh, what's it called? His documentary series is like 40 minutes long each part. And he's on almost part 60. Um, but there's also Gibby, which will be linked. And Gibby doesn't just do Chris Chan stuff. Gibby does a ton of other stuff, but he does cover Chris Chan and Bay Shaman, who I, who I've loved for a long time. And again, doesn't just do, uh, Chris Chan stuff, but there is a ton of Chris Chan stuff there. If you're interested, because this is a story that's going on almost 20 years of us following Christian's life. And it kind of feels like we're at the end. Like a lot of people have said, like, this is the end of Chris or this is the epilogue of Chris. And we kind of go from here. I don't think it's the end genuinely because she's not dead yet. And even when she gets out of prison, she's going to be back on the internet. We're currently in the dimensional merge, which is another whole thing that I have to like take 25 minutes to explain. Um, but <laughs> I want to get into the lore and we're going to keep this episode a little shorter because it is just me. Uh, it, it, these episodes do come out on Saturdays and depending, uh, it should come out on a Saturday, but it's Friday currently. It's the, it's the, this episode's gonna come out on August the 7th. It is August the 6th that I'm recording this. Uh, like I said, one just, uh, one complication after the other. Um, not sure when she'll be back. I'll, I'll make sure I can let everybody know. Um, like I said, I don't know what's up with Kyle, but hopefully she'll be back next week. That being said, before I get into the lore, I would like to thank the Patreon supporters. And starting from the top, I'd like to thank the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. After Noah, we have Danny. Thank you, Danny. 
After Danny, we go into Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. After Marcus, we go into Bones Jones. Thank you, Bones Jones. And finally, we have Girth Brooks. Thank you, Girth Brooks. Um, your ongoing support is uh, wonderful. We appreciate it so much. You're, you're not only uh, helping fund this, but you're helping fund all of the other Ghoulman entertainment shows. And uh, we have to pay for our website and we have to pay for our uh hosting listing soon so because of you guys we're able to do that we're able to keep the show going we're able to keep the lights on uh so thank you but we got to jump into this week's lore and this week's lore once again was brought to us by the discord uh join the discord every week i will be asking a question um in the discord and that question will uh, whoever gets the answer right first I uh, guess to choose lore. And this week, the lore is on the quest Stealing Independence from Fallout 3. So again, we're going back to Fallout 3. And this week's lore is brought to us by a Jinx player. Uh, someone who's fairly new in the Discord, but does always comment on the videos. So again, I think the best place to be watching is on YouTube. Uh, but they chose that they wanted this week to be... Uh, stolen Independence. Stealing Independence. So to do Stealing Independence for episode 161 here, again, brought to us by the Discord, um, I kind of have to talk about who Abraham Washington is, and then on top of talking about who Abraham Washington is, I, I then can go into it because it's more than just – it's 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 kind of like the topic I was talking about before. You need to know so much more backstory before you can actually get into uh, what it is. So Abraham Washington – was born in 2231 to 2232. It's never given an exact date. It's more of an estimation. He's about 45 years old. He's the owner and curator of Rivet City's Ca or Capital Preservation Society. He continues the work his parents started preserving history. This and the society is his one love and passion, which allows him to live the life of a hermit. He has no social skills. He often talks to himself. He has a deeper affection for his collection rather than humans. Despite being reclusive, his terminal suggests that he's quite boastful of himself and very misogynistic. We'll get into a little bit of who Sidney is in a, in a, in a little bit later. Um, but he states that if he wanted someone to do the job correctly, he should have sent a man. Abraham Washington um, doesn't know a goddamn thing about history, like whatsoever. He curates all this, all this stuff, but like he kind of reminds me of um, more. No, what's his name? Mobius, Doctor Mobius from Big Mountain, where he's like the raisin, because he says quite literally to the player character. If you ask about. Um, American history. He says on July the 4th of, of 1776, a group calling them themselves the Second Judgmental Congress got together at Fort McCary in Maryland. I'm pretty sure he says Maryland. Uh, I, it, I'm reading it right off the wiki, right off of fallout.fandom.com. So there's no way for me to listen to it. I don't know why the file's not here. But if I remember correctly from watching um, a Let's Play of the Quest, he refers to it as Maryland. Uh, they got together at Fort McCary in Maryland after a ceremony which ended with Paul Revere singing the famous battle hymn known as the National Anthem. The document was signed. From there, it was sent to England by plane, presumably, and presented to King George himself. Thus began the Evolutionary War. So, 
that's wrong. And I feel like people not from the States would know that that's wrong for many reasons, not just because of the historical inaccuracies of a plane, but like the evolutionary war. This isn't Pokemon. Inside of his collection of American antiques and artifacts, he wants you to steal the Declaration of Independence. You can offer to steal it. He'll bring it up. He doesn't explicitly say, I want you to steal it. He'll bring it up and you could say, if you want me to steal it, I'll steal it. And he will offer to pay you... Uh, a, <laughs> he'll offer you a place in history and then you can really ask him about it, what you're going to get out of it. And he'll give you the schematics to the way, the, the railway rifle. The Declaration of Independence is in the ruins of the National Archive. Once you enter the archive, so this, this gets into the quest. Once you enter the archive, there's a woman guarding the building uh, inside uh, with mines laid about and super mutants will attack. This woman is Sydney. She's a relic hunter. She knows about Abraham Washington uh, and sent her to get the declaration the first time and knows she'll actually say to you, stop playing coy. I know Abe sent you to get the declaration. She'll say she wants to split the reward with you and head back to Rivet City. You can either take the shortcut that she has and help her out or take the longer route through the building which is neat because there's a bunch of Securitrons, not Securitrons, Protectrons and Sentry Bots that are roaming around and you have to fight them. It's a neat little dungeon. Uh, once you get to the bottom with the declaration, you'll meet Button Gwennett, a Protectron with a powdered wig and a British accent. So when you get to Button Gwennett, there's a couple different options that you can take, and I'm going to read them directly off the wiki. And again, if I haven't already stated it, I get all my lore from fallout.fandom.com. You can kill Button Gwennett and have to fight off more robots. You can agree to help him by forging the Declaration of, Indep of Independence with supplies from the Arlington Library. Once the player character gives the ink container to Gwennett, he will create a forgery for him to give to Abraham Washington. If one tells him to continue to guard the document or do whatever he likes, he will remain active and they will gain karma. If one gives him the order to self-destruct, they lose karma. One can still take the genuine declaration and give it, give both to Abraham Washington. You can convince Gwennett that there are, that they are, that you are Thomas Jefferson through a speech check, which will allow them to simply grab the declaration and leave without having to do anything more. However, he will deactivate himself after which you can kill him without karma loss or causing the turrets to turn hostile. You can also order Gwennett to shut down and then have the, ro or with the robot experts perk. There's a myriad of ways to get back, um, out of it. And then you just take it to, you take it to you take it back to Abraham Washington, and that's that's stealing independence. That's a side quest. It's it's in Fallout Three. It's a side quest that I think I've only done one time, to be completely honest. And it was one of my first times doing it, and I kind of just stumbled upon it, so I don't even really remember it all that well. Um, but I do remember finding him, and I think I told him I was, I think I told him that I was, uh, uh, what did I say, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, uh, either that or I made a forgery. I don't remember, but it's a neat quest. It's it's an achievement. It's a trophy. So uh, I know I've, I've had to have done it at least once. But yeah, that's Stealing Independence. That's Abraham Washington. That's lore. 
So, like I said, I'm going to keep this episode a, a tad short. Um, again, it was an emergency. Not quite sure what's going on. I'll keep everybody updated as, as much as I can. Um, but, ah, uh, geez, I, I can't. How do you how do you segue out of this by yourself? Uh, Shane Ivers. Yes, that's how you do it. Um, uh, if you like our intro music, it's Feather Duster by Shane Ivers. You can get it at uh, silvermansounds.com slash free music. Uh, there's a there's a myriad of songs that are there, a ton of stuff, a ton of great stuff that's there. And it's all free. Just give the man the credit he deserves and you are good to go. You can follow us on Twitter. There's links to our socials in the description below. While you're down there, make sure you check out the Discord. If you want to hear a certain piece of lore, if you have anything on the mind that you want to know, I will ask a question and then it'll 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 pop up. Uh, you just first person to get it gets to pick and then we kind of just go from there also the discord is just a fun place just it's just a fun hangout um thank you again to the patreon uh thank you to uh the people who support our Redbubble. there's a red bubble where you can go ahead and buy a t-shirt with one of the designs on it and what have you if you're listening to this i think the if you're listening to this i think the best experience is youtube because you get the visuals, you get to see somebody, you get to you get to kind of interact in that way. You could leave a comment, you could leave a like, you could subscribe. Um, but you can find us anywhere podcasts can be downloaded. And I guess that's it. That's the first episode of a solo ARH episode. Um, let me know what you thought of this. Let me know if you think this works. Let me know how you feel. I, I, I'd love any sort of feedback of any type, any variety. So um, it'd be highly appreciated. Um, cool. Bye, everybody. Be safe. Um, I'll, I'll be getting a P.O. box or something set up for Kyle, uh, so you guys can send him, you guys can send him letters for him going through the Neo-Vietnam conflict and what have you. So, uh, yeah. All right. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm stalling for. Bye, everybody. Be safe. Tip your waitress. Bye, Kyle. Atomic Radio Podcast. A Gulman Entertainment Production.